Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is a Hawk and Crowder best of. I am Dan Day along with Jimmy. Jimmy says, "Eh, everybody's on vacation, so give the 305 alarm a vacation. So it is 305 right now. Not doing the alarm. Jimmy's going to save his best material for when Hawk gets here so Hawk can laugh, cry, and have a good time with 305 alarm. Nonetheless, Hawk on his way up to New York City, Crowder wherever Crowder might be, but Crowder will be at the Dania Improv on March 3rd. And just a little while, going to give away tickets to the March 2nd Heat Utah Jazz game. In the meantime, though, going to get you some headlines while Solana is out in Italy. Said he's going to be joining him and the family, or at least his old lady. In Florence, he said Florence was the last place he went that he really, really liked in Italy, so he decided to go. So, not going to be checking with them today, but what we are going to be doing is getting you ready for Crowder's comedy show, Unacceptable, at the Dania Improv. Go to daniaimprov.com for ticket information, and uh, we're going to be playing some comedians that maybe shaped Crowder's comedy stylings over the years, and some funny moments from the Channing Crowder era here on Hawk and Crowder. But right now, let's get into the headlines from the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. The Panthers, they got their franchise record 10th road victory in a row last night. Anthony Stolarz helped blank Buffalo 4 to nothing. They are 4-1 and one since the All-Star break and looking to keep things going tomorrow at 5 o'clock against the Lightning. Jimmy... This could be a record 11th road win in a row. You feel as though the road wins, they technically only count for two points, but feel a little bit like they're more than that. Oh, Exactly, man. They've been on a roll, and hopefully they get that 11th win in a row. And we all know you got to go on the road in the playoffs, so if you can win on the road now, hopefully that transfers over to the playoffs. And woo! You'll be battle-tested in the oh, playoffs. This team, man, they are something else. The Dolphins introduced Anthony Weaver as their defensive coordinator yesterday. He says he's excited to work with free agent Christian Wilkins and hopes to work with him. Of course, we don't know if that's going to happen or not. And he's going to move Jalen Ramsey around more next season. That's one thing I think a lot of people, Jimmy, want from the new defensive coaching staff. A little more flexibility. Last year, it seemed like Vic Fangio was very, very static. Yeah. You know, we we got to get things moving. We got to get this defense much better. I mean, defense was great, but it just fell apart towards the end. Well, you had bubblegum tape and chicken wire holding it all together. Christian Wilkins, that unrestricted free agent. Are you in that school, Jimmy, that says, pay that man his money, just find a way to get him paid? Exactly. All I mean, right. I mean, they might, they, I mean, I think they they might tag him. Okay. Maybe but, is that what you want? You want to you want to tag Christian? No, I mean if he can, if there's a way that you can pay him, pay him. Okay, so you want him on the team no matter what next year. Find a way. 
Find a way to there pay you them. I like it, Jimmy. Canes men's basketball team losers of three in a row. Look to right the ship tomorrow against Boston College. Tip is at 4 o'clock. Hate to say it, Jimmy. In college basketball, the only must-win games are postseason ACC or postseason in the NCAA or the NIT, however you want to look at it. But this feels as close to a must-win for the McCain's men's basketball team as any. Yeah, it's going to be a gauntlet, man. Yeah. And the only way to get in now is to win the ACC tournament. Yeah, it's kind of looking that way for the Canes men's basketball team. So one game at a time, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, taking on Boston College. The Miami Hurricanes baseball team opens its season tonight at 7 against New Jersey Institute of Technology. It'll be the first game for JT Arteaga. Artega. Artega. I'm going to stop saying his name. As the head coach, JT Artega. Put that phonetically in there. Day 2 of the Heat's Eight-day All-Star break is here. Jaime Jaquez Jr., he's going to be in the dunk competition, the Rising Stars competition, Saturday night. Bam Adebayo going to play in the actual game. Sunday, tip is going to be at 8 o'clock. Alondis Williams and Cole Swider are going to be a part of the G League festivities. 8 o'clock Saturday is when the All-Star game is. I'm going to keep an eye on it simply for Bam. Other than that, Jimmy, I am not going to be super into the NBA All-Star game. Yeah, I might take a glance at it. Especially the that. especially All Star Saturday night. Yeah, the Saturday night with the celebrities tonight. I saw Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp are going to be coaching against each other in the celebrities game. I see C.J. Stroud going to be one of the guys in the All Star game. That's always interesting. They deliver pizzas like middle of the game. Yeah, there's a lot of craziness. Maybe when you're having a brewski tonight, or hey, come on out to Duffy's Implantation. I'll be playing some music. Come on by. Have some beers. Watch the craziness on the TV. It'll be a great time. Justin behind the bar. Whoever. It's going to be a great time. Nonetheless, should be fun. 24th ranked FAU defeated Temple 80-68. to They had across the state to take on South Florida Sunday at noon. Inter-Miami and Lionel Messi's childhood club Newell's Old Boys played to a 1-1 draw last night. Number 10, he played 60 minutes and appears completely healthy. Of course, the MLS season begins Wednesday at 8 when the Herons host Real Salt Lake. Needless to say, expectations very high for this Inter-Miami team this year. Oh, definitely when you have the GOAT on your team. And you got Luis Suarez. I know that Sergio Busquets is kind of dealing with some injuries. Nonetheless, Jordi Alba, Tata Martino coaching the team. You got some stars. You got some star power. Yeah, and let's see what happens during the regular season. Hopefully we can make it to the MLS playoffs. You, you got to make it. You got to go deep into the playoffs. You got to get to that cup game at least. Hopefully win it. Bring some hardware back to Miami. Ah, last year, so many teams were so close to getting some hardware, and the only hardware that really got brought back was that League's Cup championship that Inter-Miami had. But nonetheless, great run. Hopefully this year, an even better run for the team. Marlins manager Skip Schumacher announced that young pitchers, Yuri Perez, he's going to be on a to-be-determined inning count this season, while Max Meyer, who's coming off Tommy John surgery, could be an option as a starter. Of course, Sandy Alcantara not pitching. Spring training continues today. Also want to talk about this. Iowa's Caitlin Clark dropped a school record 49 points while also becoming woman college basketball's all-time leading scorer, passing Kelsey Plum last night as the Hawkeyes they down Michigan 106-89. Get a hold of this, Jimmy. LSU's Pete Maravich holds the overall record for points in the NCAA basketball, 3,667. As it stands, Caitlin Clark right now has 3,569. So she's about 100 points away from breaking Pistol Pete's record. 
Hopefully it happens. And you know, I'm a proud LSU alum, and I say hopefully it happens. I'll be with you, Jimmy. And I know you can throw out all the things that Pistol Pete only played three years because back then you weren't eligible as a freshman, and he didn't have a three-point line. Doesn't matter. Don't take anything away from Caitlin Clark. She is something special. Yeah, definitely a future number one pick. Woo, a lot of people saying she is the female version of Steph Curry, which, hey, if she is, that's going to be a whole lot of fun in the future in the WNBA. I pick her first if she's the next Steph oh, yeah. Curry. No doubt. That's a no-doubter. That's a no-doubter. Last hour did not give you any day spa, so I'm going to give you a double dip of the day spa real quick because Hawk and Crowder aren't here, Jimmy, and I just kind of want to see how you react to some of the day spa ways. A West Palm lady reportedly kept getting her DoorDash tacos stolen from her doorstep, so she set up a camera and a raccoon seems to be the culprit. Ah, uh, those, those damn raccoons. Maybe it was the raccoon just that one time. Maybe some of the other times, people like you and I get hungry, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, when you got to eat, you got to eat. Hey, man, look. You want the tacos, you should be ready for them. That's what I'm saying. A California man has received dozens of Amazon packages he never ordered. Just showing up at his door. Dozens of them. Uh, maybe the wrong address. You know what I say? What are you waiting for? Open them up. Exactly. <laughs> I want to know what's in there. If the <laughs> PS5 is in there, I'm all in. Okay, there you go, Jimmy. There you go. Uh, happy endings for everyone. Okay, like we said, Crowder, he's going to be having his comedy show coming up March 3rd. That is a Sunday over there at the Dania Improv. He's going to get the comedy stylings going at around 6 o'clock. In the meantime, here's what we're going to do. Next, we're going to hear from the tool man, Tim Taylor, who joined the show. Maybe he gave some comedy wisdom that has propelled Crowder into this new part of his career. Before we do that, though. That's Tim Allen. Who'd I say? You say Tim Taylor. Tim Taylor? Who's Tim Taylor? Is uh, that his name on the char- show? Yeah, he was. that's the character's name on Home Improvement. Wow, really? I was Correct. so wrong, I was almost right. Tim Allen. Oh, 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 oh. He is going to be next. We got Crowder. We got Hawk. We got Solana talking to Tim Allen slash Tim Taylor, the tool man, the Santa Claus, the funny man himself here on the best of Hawk and Crowder show. This is the Hawk and Crowder show. Black people invented sandwiches. Hawk and Crowder. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With the best of Hawkin Crowder Show. A lot of us grew up watching Home Improvement with Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh, 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 Tim Allen. He's also Santa Claus. He's also had a successful stand-up comedy career. He joined Hawk and Crowder years ago to talk about his success and his stage presence, his camera presence, and maybe, just maybe, Crowder 
gleaned a little something from it. All right, looking forward to this. We have been so bogged down the last couple of days with Mario Cristobal talk and, and even today, but uh, Miami Hurricanes talk that we're going to laugh a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll find out. We're going to go out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Tim Allen is a renowned comedian. He's an award-winning actor. So what do you know him? Crowder, if I said to you he's... Mike Baxter on Last Man Standing. I don't know if people realize, Last Man Standing on Fox, nine seasons. Do you know how hard it is for a television show to go nine seasons? Ninth and final season began January of this year. Um, Everyone knows him as Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement. Buzz Lightyear. Mm -hmm. Do you know the most recent Buzz Lightyear, Toy Story 4? has grossed more than $1 billion worldwide. Ooh, I know Tim got a good cut. And uh, and then, of course, the movie Santa Claus, which is where Solana really knows him, Wild Hogs, um, inexplicably popular movie, in I my opinion. It. I know I you do. I know it. you do. And Tim Allen is joining us now. Hello, Tim. Well, you said everything. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. <laughs> That's all I got. What wow, do you – what, I'm tired of hearing all that stuff. Anyway, what, what are you that. What are you most known for? What when you're walking in an airport? What do you uh, hear it, most it, often? Tim the Toolman, Buzz Lightyear. My kids get that. Yeah, my kids get that. A guy up in uh, where was it? Northern California did a show. Uh, I don't even know when it was, and a guy couldn't get get it right. He's screaming across the street. He goes, "Hey, you, 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 that, that tool belt." <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. He just screamed out tool belt. I get it. If I'm talking, it's Buzz Lightyear. If it's this time of year, it's people go, look, there's Santa. Either way, if people say there's Buzz Lightyear, people think some big old dude swallowed Buzz Lightyear. It's really because it, you can't do that stuff. That's why the old uh, Warner Brothers cartoon guys were not allowed to do the voice outside of it. Kind of, you know, kills the magic. And then. Usually, like right now, I'm working this secret project that's this is a second season actually with Richard Karn. And we were down at a, a, a tool and die shop, huge one in LA, uh, Los Angeles, Water and Power. I've never seen a tool shop this big. And these old dudes in there going, You two are just like you were on that show. And then so there's a whole population that grew up with home improvement being what you said. Last man standing, the love of my life. I love that family. I'm going to see them tonight. We're all having a Christmas party. Nine years, it was an amazing run. Home Improvement, however, that said, Home Improvement, we were doing 19 to 22 million viewers every Tuesday. Those days are over. Nowadays, with streaming and Last Man Standing on a good on a good night with seven to nine million, it's and it, the numbers are incredibly different. The, the old school television. Before streaming, it was like f- football, like Super Bowl numbers. And Tim, what's the other side of that? Home, your home improvement to me. You, you are, you yeah. are like a dad to me. I, yeah, I learned how to damn hammer and stuff. I had to be a man's man like you were. What's the other side? Of that? What, what are some of the projects that you look at and just shake your head now? What, what, what still gets me is you got to admire plumbers. I don't get it. You, you, you got to get your your big ass underneath a sink, and there's always a butt crack showing. There's no way to get around that the the trap. I don't understand plumbing because you know it's for the weirdest thing. It scares me. I admire the guy that I my plumber both at my uh, studio space. I have a big studio. We build, build hot rods out here in Los Angeles, and we have plumbers. That's the one thing I don't get 
it's everything's counter rotation on it, and there's you got to turn the water off. There's nobody makes this up easy for plumbers. There's nothing about getting at that stuff that's easy. So I, that thing that confuses me. Electronics aren't that. I mean, plugs and stuff kind of scare me. Well, why would a handy person get into plumbing? There's a lot of areas to you know explore. Uh, uh, being handy, it's like a, a a guy who goes to medical school becomes a proctologist. I don't understand. There's there's there seems to be hey, look, <laughs> seems I, to be a I, lot of easier uh, paths. I asked my I had a, a racing car accident. I raced for Trans Am for Ford for years, and I got into an accident and wrecked, hit so hard that I ripped something in my intestines. And I had him, and I call him my ass doctor. <laughs> And I got to know this guy, and I said, "How did?" Eventually, he had so many hands up me. I go, "How did you get this gig? How do you pick? You go, you could be a baby doctor, a woman's doctor, but you picked ass. Why did you pick ass doctor?" And this dude goes, "Well, number one, I don't refer to myself as an ass doctor." And he said, "When you get, it's called reductionist." Ah. You start looking at the intestines, and it's real fascinating what the human intestines will do and process food. So to him, it wasn't about the excrement and all that. It's just how fascinating human beings are, and that's that was his his he loved that. And I said, "Well, good for you, because I'm glad." Nick, could you pull your finger out of there for a minute so I could have a conversation <laughs> with you? Right, it's the way that you positioned it. You positioned it as ass doctor. He thought he was, you know, the the Van Gogh of uh, medicine, and then he you still just, does. He does. He, he doesn't look at my my rear end. It's like amazing. I go, okay, good. I'm glad you think it's amazing. Just get the finger out of there for a minute. Is there a way that we could go walk down the street without your finger in there? <laughs> All right. Does, does he get invited to parties? Do you introduce him? Yeah, I don't shake. You never shake hands right. with the proctologist or. I have a big RV. You never go to an RV park and shake hands. Nobody shakes hands in an RV. Tim Allen is a Michigan guy. He's a Detroit Lions fan. And as you mentioned, Crowder, he's a man's man. Yes. And and the Detroit Lions, they've got a head coach who is a man's man, Dan Campbell. That is a man's man. Did you play for Dan? Was he? Uh, no, played against him. You played against he him. Was, okay. He was with the Lions actually playing when I was with the Dolphins. I got you. And then he came. He coached the Dolphins yeah. on an interim basis for a, a, well, a How do you do it? The, see, this is the one. I get this. I, I've been going through the Get in trouble with the Lions organization. Sometimes. I've been watching with my uncle since I was a kid at Briggs Stadium. Lem Barney was my hero. This is a guy that played for the Lions. Mike Lucci, Alex Karras. I remember some of this. When the Lions were, they were always 5-5. Five and five. You go to their stadium, and there's a couple of banners that I always make fun of. 50, 53, 54, and 55. That's what's in the stadium. And I told the Lions, you should just pull those banners down. <laughs> All it does is it shows an empty space. This is incredible. And one time, what would you do to help the Lions? I said, here's what I'd do. I'd quit for the year and go sit in the Patriot Stadium and just watch a team that wins, and maybe you'll get the idea. Because they've been losing so long, they, they don't know what it's like. Even when they win, they go, oh, my God, this is uncomfortable. Quick, somebody fumble. So you would take an entire year off from playing and football. Just watch, watch a winning team. <laughs> Which go is almost what they team. did this year. They almost took a year. But they won Sunday, so you have to be excited about your, uh, no, your uh, more Detroit More embarrassing Lions. than that was uh, – uh, uh, I can't remember the coach's name was on one of the Fox shows. They, they, my wife and her family are Steeler fans, so it's incredibly opposite. They, they, they don't win by enough. Oh hell, we only won by twelve. And he said, "They're." I've sent her to three Super Bowls. 
I've never been near a Super Bowl. You follow all the teams, Tim? You you a Tigers fan? You a Pistons fan? I know you, you know, say really, you're in what LA. I, what, I'm a I'm a I like baseball kind of except it, I played it when I was in high school or junior high school. It's like people in their gray animals. For some reason, it's the outfits that bother me. It looks like everybody's in PJs. I don't know. There's something about that. There's something about that. I'm really what I did is once I got my one of my neighbors got me into hockey a long time ago. We played. I actually my family's from Colorado. We moved here after my father passed away or when I was a kid and moved back to Detroit. I, I like the Red Wings. I, I, hockey in person is one of the most exciting things to watch. If you, if one, but in person, you got to see it. How athletic these dudes are, and what they're doing, and then the entire thing is on ice skates. You go, man. This is this is an incredibly weird sport. So I'm I kind of hockey. I love auto racing and I love football. And lately, well, I've been loving high school football in Los Angeles. You go and you see. I think, is there five McGregors on this team? Because it's McGregor, caught the pass, <laughs> McGregor for that tackle. McGregor at center. I go, is it a whole family of McGregors? I go, no, it's just one guy that's really good. And I love a high school team where you, a guy plays offense and defense. It means it's really football at its best compared to the NFL right now. But I'm, I'm, I, I love NFL. I love, I love the drama of it. Crowder asked you about sports, and you mentioned manly sports. You're a man's man. Like, everybody knows this about Tim Allen, have you met Dan Campbell? Because I'm telling you, he's a man's man. I could picture yeah, I, you guys I, getting together and just punching each other in the face. Well, we, we, I took a shot at him. <laughs> but he's, a, he's faster than he looks. Yeah. You know, I took a, no, I went to the game, and normally um, we, I get on, they let me on the field, but because of this, there's, apparently there's some virus going around, and they wouldn't allow us. We had to sit in a little section, even on the field. I go down to the field, and um, up until this year, or last year even, we, I was able to go and talk to the coaches and everything. You know who was cool is Caldwell. That was one of my favorite guys when he was the coach. He was he really the funniest guy because he always had that grumpy look on the sidelines, and he told me, that's just a look, man. I can't look like And he has a great <laughs> smile. He goes, this looks like I don't know what I'm doing, so i got to go to that serious look. <laughs> and I, th- I thought he was cool. Every record you don't want the Lions have. Most fourth, uh, most punts in a in a game. Biggest comeback. <laughs> Washington Redskins. I was there with my buddies. I think it was thirty-four to nothing, and we're all drinking up in the stands when I drank. And they said, "Yay!" And I go, "Let's not so fast." Cut to thirty-five, thirty-four. Washington beat us, and we st- we stood there, stood there in the stands. I think for three hours, just open mouthed. How did we lose that? <laughs> Every different kind of loss you don't want. What what is it? The Calvin Johnson rule, isn't it? He caught it, won in the end zone, we're going to playoffs, and a real late call. He didn't hold the ball long enough. What the hell was that? And this guy's a long-suffering yes. Detroit Lions fan. I'm oh, thinking, I'm thinking back to the I'm thinking back to the, the days of Wayne Fonts. I mean, this guy's been yes. through it all. <laughs> Poor Tim Allen. One of one of the coaches used to say, "We're not. We're going to do it the old-fashioned way at the Lions. We're going to use legal pads." That was actually a coach. What? They're not going to run stuff down with that stupid stuff called radios. We're going to run things down in a legal pad, the old way. We're going to use defense. What the hell? We're going to use leather helmets and ride horses to the stadium. 
I don't think that's going to work, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. Hey, man, you're hilarious. Like, I, I, you know, first time talking to you, you're a funny guy. Are you always on? Like, does it get, does it, you know, as a comedian, does it get annoying that people expect to walk up and start laughing when you talk? Well, unfortunately, I am always on at, 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 at the inappropriate times. My old man was killed when I was a kid, and I'm doing jokes at the funeral. I can't stop. It's a defensive maneuver. Sometimes it's 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 uh, appropriate, and sometimes it's not. My, I, we go to church a lot, and I, I'll take shots at the priest. You know, when he's doing the long, this guy's this long sermon. I'm going, yeah, like you know. And I'm, my wife's going, would you shut up? Whatever it is, it's worked for you. It has worked for you. You can't argue yeah, it. It's, it's worked for me. It's my kid, my youngest kid. Now she looks at me. She goes, Dad, that didn't land. <laughs> So it's it's nuts. I go, wait a minute. You're telling me, and she's right. I said, yeah. When that, I got to work through this. Sometimes it's practice. Sometimes you got to take a shot. Guys, movies have grossed billions of dollars worldwide. He's got several hit shows, and the daughter is saying that didn't land. That didn't what, land. Yeah, what I'm a sorry. cutting comment from someone. Where <laughs> one of the things that we talk about on this show all the time is food. We talk a lot of sports. We talk a lot of food. I'm from Chicago originally. And I am partial to Chicago deep dish pizza. I think mm. it is the premier style of pizza in the world. Now, Detroit pizza all of a sudden is on the come up yeah, because yeah. of Pizza Hut and their version right. of Detroit pizza. What is what is the best pizza in the world? You've lived and traveled everywhere. What is the best form of pizza? I now I don't I can't give up the brand because I don't know the name of guy. Um, uh, I've done two movies and spent a lot of time in New York City. And sometimes, I know it's a place in Brooklyn. I believe it's a place in Brooklyn. It looks just like a corner place. I will give New York this. A lot of problems in New York. You, It's difficult to get bad food in New York. I don't even, street vendors, the crap is better than every place else. This place in Brooklyn, just a place you pop in, the thin crust pizza with some sausage, peppers, and something else on it, it was Every bite was amazing, and it was. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of deep dish or the Detroit style or Chicago for that matter. I like thin crust pizza, but there's they do it out of their left ear in New York better than any place else. But some of wow. you got to go to place. People know where it is, but it was someplace in Brooklyn. And I said, so it looks like a corner store. Is nothing. Literally, whatever the sauce, the the everything about the thing was absolutely the best. Wow. I, I, I did not expect that. I expected a, a man that was going to be true to Detroit and would sing the praises of it. I mean, we always get something interesting on our uh, on our interviews because I did yep. not see that left turn coming. Well, I've from- traveled to so many places like that. You can't get out of Philly with a cheesesteak. I mean, I, I can't believe they can't make that sandwich anyplace else in the world except in Philadelphia. And you got to eat it at the the place. I think it's Jimmy's or something. Jim's, you, yeah, Jim's. You you take four steps out of that stupid restaurant and it's horrible. <laughs> I took him back to the hotel to watch a football game in Philadelphia and I go, I love that town by the way. And I go and I get out of there and so you got to eat it in line and then it's like the best sandwich to me, the best sandwich ever outside of let get this. If you go to Germany, eat a hot dog in Germany and you go. Yeah, they they freaking invented this. Anything that's shoved into an animal casing, the Germans invented. And then you go to Paris, you can eat all that liver you want, but on the street they have this crispy bread with butter and ham. That's it that's on the sandwich. 
and you go, that can't be good. Best thing I've ever eaten. I mean, that I don't know what. Those the simple street food in those two countries, but I'll tell you the Jimmy. It is Jimmy's. It's Jim's. 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 Jim's on South Street. And then down someplace in Florida, there's the 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 Cuban pork sandwiches. I'm almost embarrassed to say this. We're running out of time. But Crowder, big strong football player here, starting linebacker for a number of years for the Miami Dolphins, and Tim Allen. Tim Allen, man's man. Crowder a few months ago became vegan, and it every time you talk about sausage on the pizza and animal casings, like I love it, and and I don't know what happened to Crowder, and I'm wondering <laughs> if in 30 seconds you could turn him into a man again. No, because listen. I took, went down to my butcher. I'm watching my Sunday game. My wife and kid were gone. I, the older one's gone anyway. She's, but I go down to the butcher. I'm getting a – I like ground – get this, a ground New York strip steak. Usually they won't do it. Best hamburger you're ever going to eat. Wow. Pe- salt and pepper. I go there and I go, what is that impossible stuff? And he goes, no one brings it back. Like that's, that's his sales to it. So I fried it up, an impossible burger – in a metal fry pan or a, a you know iron skillet, salt and pepper, brioche bun, a spicy pickle. That's it. I took a bite of that during the the skins were playing the Dallas Cowboys. Blow, bore, bore, bore. And anyway, I'm watching this. I took out two bites of it. Literally one of the best hamburgers I've oh ever my eaten. God. Oh, I what, can't what believe I'm saying it. Oh. That Impossible Burger. I don't think they're any better for you than hamburgers. However, I just tried it. So I'm not, I got vegans. I mean, I live in the People's Republic of California. Everybody's a vegan here. Everybody <sighs> eats brick or paper clips. I don't know what they eat here. <laughs> what has happened here to Tim Allen? We're going to live forever. No, no, no. I don't understand what's happened here. I like a hamburger every now and then. And I'll give you this. My buddy who's Mr. Vegan, there's vegan restaurants here that I can't tell what I'm eating. I don't care. They, they have these nachos made out of almond and, you know, raccoon eyes. I don't even know what's in the thing. <laughs> and it's... Literally, I said, if these nachos, I don't care what's in them. They were as good as I've ever eaten. Oh, no. That being said, sometimes this vegan stuff is twice the calories and twice the fat. So be very careful about what you say. I mean, is it Tim the Tool Man Taylor? Is it Tim the Tofu Man Taylor? (laughs) What's happened here at the end? I eat what's good. They're making some (laughs) plant-based stuff that's okay. I'm just saying that he's a linebacker. You don't want to mess with him. Oh, yeah, no, I I understand that part of it. But but I don't look at him. I don't look at him the same way after he brings in his little tofu and seaweed snacks. (laughs) You ask smart people a question, they give you their answer, and you criticize their answer. Because the answer's wrong. I mean, the answer's it's wrong. It's just wrong. You guys just got to settle down and take this stuff outside. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. That one I'm going to lose. Tim Allen, thank you for making time for us, Tim. We genuinely appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys very much. Uh, Tim Allen there. Unbelievable. Same thing happened with Kendrick Perkins. Yep. When I thought at the end of the interview, and I'd bring up your veganism, where Kendrick Perkins was going to rip you a new one, and all of a sudden Kendrick Perkins was like, oh, I think I'm going to become a vegan too. He's about to come to the, to the good side. What, what has happened here? You're on the whole island. world is upside no, down. You might be on this old man island. <laughs> the whole, he's older than me. I, he he what, jumped what, what off the old it, man what island. What happened here? All right, Tim a, Allen. Hey, there's an extra ship if you want to. Nope. <laughs> uh, that was fun. I enjoyed talking to him. Tim Allen knows his comedy. He knows his sports. He knows his food, and he knows his plant-based food. Crowder's no longer a vegan, but he is a comedian now. Get to see him March 3rd at the Dania Improv. Up next, he's going to give some toilet humor here on the Hawk and Crowder Best of Show. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. You can eat onion rings as a vegetarian, right? Yeah, 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 I'm onion ring guy. 
Rock and Crowder. Crowder has his comedy show coming up March 3rd at the Improv in Dania Beach. Go to DaniaImprov.com for tickets. Maybe, like right here, he'll drop some toilet humor. Crowder was in Costa Rica for the last four days with yeah. some fishing buddies, some old NFL uh, players, some old Gators teammates. And he's got a great story of culture. Culture, the difference of go. vacationing or living in Costa Rica versus here in Costa Rica, a very beautiful country. Yeah. But I didn't know this. What did you tell us before the show? In the big cities of Costa Rica, like San Jose, you know, the the the, the capital and stuff, they have, you know, they have infrastructure. They have sewage. They have, you know, electricity. They have all that. Out in the mountains, because that's where a lot of the, because it's a big, it's a, it's an island, and it just, the mountains run straight into the ocean. There's mountains out in the middle. It's a beautiful country. They have septic tanks. They don't have sewage. They're up in the mountains, it's, and there's the, the per capita is not big enough to do a sewer system. So now you, you, you were there with how many guys? It was me and six other guys, seven of us. And you guys rented a big house. We rented a nine-bedroom house. It was on the mountainside, a pool. It had a, a pool table, ping pong table. It was a beautiful house. They, like have, they have family get-togethers there. They have family reunions. There's three houses on this property. A 30-bedroom house. Just a luxury mountainside property. They told us some rich drug dealer had his money put somewhere, and he needed to spend money, so he started building all these houses, and then sooner or later people bought them from him. But they're all septic. So you know how you sit down? Well, when you do Airbnb, the people come and introduce you and tell you little stuff about the house. Here's the little nuances of the house. This is how this is the security system, because you had to uh, ding people in. When the guy came to get you, you had to uh, push the button and let the guy in. So while we're sitting down, it's me and uh, me and Vernon are doing all the other guys, you know, playing pool, hanging out, listening to music. Me and Vernon are sitting there listening to the guy. You're, you're the adult in the uh, in the group because Vernon was responsible for the accommodations, and I was I was the entertainment. I was the fishing guy. I had to talk to people, figure out what kind of fishing we're going to do. So we're sitting down with the lady, and she's telling us this is the ring system. You know, you'll be able to see the camera here. Push this button. This is if the electricity goes off. We have a lot of uh, storm surges. Just click this up and down. It showed us whatever you know, regular stuff. And then she said. Don't put any toilet paper in the in the in the um, toilet. I said what? She said no. We're on septic. We don't put toilet paper in our toilets because that's extra stuff just to sit in the septic tank. And the septic tanks here, they don't pour and have them pumped or whatever. They just have to naturally leave. So then we're like, so if we go number two, yes, yes, put it in the garbage can. Put the toilet paper in the garbage can after number two. So now, is there a lid on the garbage can? I'm hoping it's one of them little spin lids. Uh, ooh. It, there's, it's not a seal if that's right, what you're getting yeah. after where the smell's going to stay yeah. in. And you know I got IBS. Right. So this cut me deep. Yeah, it can't be clean. And I was like, what happened? So then she so, says it again. Like, so you pressed her on it. Like, I, am I, I'm hearing you correctly. Like, yeah. And it was, it's, a language, it's a natural language barrier. And she you're was, a country guy. Have you heard? Like, well, you had to have I been poop. at places that uh, have septic tanks, though. I poop in buckets on the boat. No, like, I, I have no, like, I'm not a, I'm I not know. a cleanly, like, no, I'm not a uh, uh, real guy. Like, you know. A scary dude. But the but notion of wiping and then putting it in the in the trash can next to you. And is... then staying in the room with it. Right. Like, it, there's a room to your bedroom. It's like a diaper, uh, you know, when you would change a diaper. But then you would take that stuff out so quickly. I would never leave that stuff uh, sitting in the room. Those things they have now, it's called like a diaper daddy. You right. It, it almost it, seals it. It seals it yeah. as it goes down yeah. so you the smell doesn't get out. Like, diapers, they make an effort to make... You know, receptacles and that so you, you can't smell it. You pressed the the homeowner on this, like the whole sh- time. Uh, you're, uh, I'm sure yeah. I'm getting this correct. Like yes. wipe, and then here in the can. I actually went to the bathroom, and I was like, I took a wad of paper, and I was like, this, well, no matter what's on the side, goes in the 
garbage, not toilet, garbage. Yes, yes, yes. And so then we had to ask me, like, what if we do put it in the, in the toilet? Like, what happens? Muscle memory. Yeah, like, I just didn't know, like, is it going to blow up? Like, what happens if she was like, no, it'll clog a toilet and... Then you got problems. <laughs> and she said, she's like, and it's real strict because people go there, like, the family stuff and what we're doing, like, a lot of fishing groups go, but bachelor parties go. Right. And then she was telling us that um, groups of, like, seniors, like, senior parties, a bu- 20, 20, 18-year-old kids go down there to fish and stuff, and there's no Oh, drinking. not senior citizens, like, senior no, high schoolers. senior high schoolers. So 20, 18-year-old, 19-year-olds in a house by themselves. She was like, stuff gets crazy and torn up. So each cigarette, if they find a cigarette butt anywhere on the property, is $10 for every single. So if they find 100 cigarette butts, it's $10 per. You're, what is it, 1,000, whatever that would be. 1,000, right? Like she would tell us that. So she told us that earlier. We were like, nobody smokes cigarettes. We were like, it's cool. Then she was like, for each toilet that's clogged that we have to unclog throughout the weekend is $100. So if you use toilet paper and your toilet gets plugged, and then, you know, we put the deposit down and we talk to all the guys. We're like, hey, if your toilet gets plugged, you coming out your pocket. We're not paying, you know. Vern put deposit out. Vern was like, I'm not paying for y'all to go to the bathroom. So if y'all's toilet get plugged up, you're not, you know, you're going to have to pay that $100. So we came, we came to, it was, it was a, it was a talking point throughout the whole weekend. But did you, so did you, were you able to do that? It seems like it would almost feel weird. What, what started happening was there would, oh, it was a whole bunch of bathroom garbages lined up on the back, like the backyard. Because once guys went to the bathroom, they would pick their garbage up and take it outside. outside. Like, you don't want your room smelling like crap. Because you were telling us before the show started that they would clean it for you. They they would send a maid in, but just in the morning. She'd get there around 9. She'd leave at 11. So if you went uh, to the bathroom at noon. You got, what, 20, 21 hours of stink. And then the rooms aren't, like, these aren't, you know, uh, honeymoon suites. These are bedrooms. Right. So you're close to this bathroom, and therefore you're close to the stink. So... It got bad. It got nasty on that side. This was the funny part, the culture change. So I, I fell right into the culture. I was going, okay. Like, hey, I'm in. Fellas, let's save some money. Throw your damn, throw your tissue in the garbage. It's four days. Deal with it. You know, t- pick it up, take it outside. We're cool. You know, whatever's happens, happens. Let's, let's, let's embrace Costa Rica. This is how we're living. And, yeah, so money side and just to embrace them. Let's have yep. a good time. Let's yep. do whatever they need to enjoy it. So we bought in, and I bought in. I'm a team player. I bought in. I bought into Costa Rica. Then we got on the boat. So you guys rented a boat to go fishing. A big sports fisherman, but these are the ones with like the bed, the the beds underneath it, the bathroom. It's a legit deal. Had two bathrooms actually. Up there has the inside air conditioning. Had dude cooked right there. Had a, a oven, like a gigantic boat, nice boat, fifty foot something. And so, like I said, I have IBS. The captain told us, you know, hey, this is how your door works. This is how this works. This is how that works. You know, the the refrigerator's here if you want to put drinks. The beers here. The wines here. They had all the stuff. It was all all everything set up already. He didn't address the bathroom. But you know because you're in Costa Rica. We're leaving Costa Rican marina. These are Costa Rican cultural rules. The boat had, the boat had a, a, a flushing system and had a tank. It was a, it was a boat, normal boat. Right, but you didn't want to offend them. I was caught up in Costa Rican culture. Right. So with my IBS, I was the first one to go downstairs to the bathroom. So you get on the boat, you have to go to the bathroom, huh? Right away. As soon as I got on the boat, but we get to ride, and we had an hour ride. We went 40 miles that way, like an hour, hour 15 ride. We bumping and going. I drank coffee. Mm. I, I had a dip in. It's all percolating. The stomach, the stomach got to roll. Yeah. So I go down there, take care of my business, put the tissue in the, in the garbage, like the lady at the resort told me they do in Costa Rica. Gotcha. That's the culture. I bought in. About two hours later, the captain has to go. It's one of the, the, the triple-decker boats where the captain's up top um, captaining. Then he had to go to the bathroom, so he had to come down and have one of the mates go up. 
So we're all out in the back deck. We're, you know, smoking cigars, drinking beer, just hanging out. Captain comes out there hot. <laughs> Who poop? Who poop? Who poop in the trash? Who poop in the trash? I say, what? Who poop in the trash? So we're looking around, and I knew it was me. Right, but you don't want to be. But uh, it's six other guys, and he doesn't know who did it because he was way up there. So I'm like, I'm not going to raise my hand. So I'm going to act confused like everybody else is acting confused. <laughs> so I start acting confused. So then nobody's answering him. That's pooping trash. Who? That's pooping trash. He's going crazy. And a valid question by him, right? You know, he's got a luxury <laughs> boat. You guys seem to be some wealthy individuals. A valid question. And I don't know exactly how to say it, but it got to a point with him yelling Spanish words so much that he just continued over and over and saying, pee-pee en endoro, a poo-poo en endoro, pee-pee en endoro. And he yelled it 10 times. So then even like, we'll catch a fish. We caught a big tuna. Got a big tuna, got him up. Yes, guys, yes, yes, yes. Oh, beautiful, beautiful tuna. Poo-poo en endoro. Pee-pee. The eight hours, his only concern was about who poo-pooed in his damn garbage can. It seemed to be fair, though, right? How can you tell me Costa Rica, you put your toilet in the garbage, and then now a Costa Rican boat, you put it in the toilet? But you 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 can imagine his surprise when he goes downstairs to go (laughs) pee-pee, and there's (laughs) poo-poo. Is that that toilet? Endoro? Do you know what that is? Yeah, inundoro. 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 All I heard was endoro. Endoro. Poo-poo in endoro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the tissue, tissue in Endoro. Everything, every, they say B, everything, everything in Doro. That's you? Everything? <laughs> that you talking to him? No, 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 that was him. He said oh, everything. Because we be like pee, poop, and then he was like, what? So tiss- you, went o- you went over everything with him at that point. <laughs> so pee, pee, where's the pee, pee go? In Endoro. And the poo, poo? In Endoro. The tissue? In Endoro. Everything in Endoro. I could see where it'd be confusing for you, though, because you were just at the house, no poo-poo, and an endoro. <laughs> so how that Costa Rican house is different than a Costa Rican boat? I was confused. I made us all look bad, and I ran everybody out of the, the, the downstairs. That's so great. Yeah, yeah. I want to give that to I want to give that to DBJ this year. See if you can if you can cut up the the sound that uh, Crowder just did and write down on your list. I don't know if Valero <laughs> shared the list with you, but Pupu and Endoro, <laughs> Pipi and Endoro. You think he'll say that during, during a football broadcast? I hope so. <laughs> but it was it was funny though. Oh the God. different cultures. How was, was the funny. fishing? That was crazy. It's like fishing in a fish tank. If you uh, if you follow Crowder on Twitter, it's official Crow- official Crowder, I think, right? Yeah, official Crowder. Crowder on Twitter. He posted a bunch of pictures and video. There was one video I think I saw of you guys on the boat, and it was just pods of dolphins or something, right? Yeah, we actually, which is, I've never done this before. You know, remember, remember, this is pretty cool. Remember when the whole tuna, when you're eating tuna, you're eating dolphin, and they used to call dolphin-free tuna, dolphin-free Dolphin and tuna run together. They swim like dolphins swim on top. The tuna swim under them because if there's any fish on top, the dolphin chase them down to the tuna, and the tuna eat them running from the dolphin and vice versa. Very symbiotic relationship. It's crazy. So these dolphins, we see a gigantic pod of like 300 dolphin. I don't know if they're pod. I don't know what the hell they're called. But they're out, and it's a bunch of them. They're migrating somewhere. And the dude sees them, and he gets so excited. I'm under the underlay, underlay. Start telling him, bring the poles up. We got to go. We got to go. And we just ride with the dolphins. And catch, and you can look down, the dolphins are jumping. If you look past the dolphins, you see the school of tuna under them swimming. And you just got to get in front of the, the school. the dolphin was cool as hell. The dolphins just jumping out of the water was cool as hell. And they just, like, they were close. A couple of them, a couple guys grazed them. They were close enough to the boat that if you leaned out and just waited, 
you would see you'd have one come up far enough that you could slap his little fin. But then we were sitting there catching tuna, and the dolphin is swimming around. The tuna are too big for the dolphin to eat. But the tuna, the dolphin are too smart to eat bait. The tuna are dumb enough to eat a lure. So you fish in the middle of a pot of dolphin. It was awesome. How cool is that, yeah. man? No, if you get a chance to go to Costa Rica, go out there and go fishing. It's amazing. Fish and IBS definitely going to be in Crowder's comedy show March 3rd at the Dania Improv. This is Best of Hawk and Crowder. This is the Hawk and Crowder show. Poo-poo and endoro. Pee-pee and endoro. Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.